Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to Rise of the Savvy Souls. This week I am so excited to bring to you one of my gorgeous guests. Her name is Christina Marco. She is not only a friend but a deep solely aligned soul sister like we crossed paths a couple of years ago and we've just been experiencing so many synchronicities ever since so I knew it was just so important to bring her onto the show because she is not only the founder of a web company but she is also an amazing actress and she is really on a mission to help you remove the illusions that are holding you back from being your true self so welcome Christina and thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. Yeah, I am so excited as well. And I would love for you to begin by just sharing with our listeners what you believe your soul purpose is and you know the mission that you are currently on and the legacy that you desire to leave. Wow, that's a big question. But it's definitely something that I've been like seeking for for so long because I've, I've always had that desire to know what I'm here to do. And as I've gone on and experienced like similar things that you have, like when you awaken and it's uncomfortable and stuff, um, I've definitely begun to see that my purpose is to, to help people remove those illusions that just stop you from being yourself. Like just as we go on in the world, everything's just teaching us not to love ourselves or not to listen to our true selves. And that's the reason why I ended up on this path because I wanted to know why I felt like stuck or depressed or lost. So I started to seek these answers. So I definitely like hope I can give back value to some of the stuff that I've learned on, on this. And whether that's my purpose, I'm not sure, but that's what I just feel like I'm called to do right now. Definitely. Well, that's the thing. It's like whatever you feel called to do in this moment is you showing up in your purpose. And I'm curious to know because I love to know, you know, you didn't always know that this was your purpose. You didn't always know that this was your path. It's something that's unfolded for you over time. And so I'm curious to know, you know, like what were some of the illusions that were holding you back and keeping you stuck before you were able to shatter those and start to uncover the truth of who you are? So I think like there was one point I didn't even know what like a life purpose was, what a belief was, what even mindset was. Like I didn't even know that anybody on a normal level was getting coaches. I thought that was just for like sports stars or, you know, stuff like that. So when I was functioning through life, it was like, I just felt like I was stuck in my body and it got to a point where I had that much low self-worth that I would never know the right thing to do myself. I would always, you know, think someone else was better than me to know the answer, which is which is fine to like listen to people, of course. But I think when you come from that place, 
it does lead you to be lost because you're not listening to who you are because no one can tell you like what to do um or what you should be doing with your life and I think from school you know we're told that we're given like this kind of path to go on so like when I was finishing school I'd done all the things that everyone told me to do and I was really really depressed but I felt ashamed of that and I just I was trying to help myself get out of that and I just couldn't like no matter what I would do nothing would seem to work and I would never feel good in my own self and that's when I knew that there was much more deeper things that I just didn't understand and then it was just that initial frustration that I just had enough one day and I started to ask different questions like what is my meaning like what is my purpose why am I here there's got to be more to life than than this you know and I think it was from then it I started to go on that path but it wasn't nice <laughs> for for many years it was very uncomfortable and like ugly and horrible and you, it's confusing you know when you're breaking free from all the things that you've thought that were the truth for so long Wow. Yeah. I'm so glad that you touched upon that about, you know, how uncomfortable, how ugly, how messy this, um, this growth journey really is and spiritual transformation. You know, we have to be willing to really, like you say, shatter those illusions, really look at what we've been believing as truth really then begin to ask ourselves the question, well, is this my truth or is this just a truth that I've taken on because somebody else told me it was true? And even acknowledge and take responsibility for the fact that we've been given our power away for our whole entire lives. We've been up until that moment, like really searching outside of ourselves for the answers. And then you have this gorgeous wake-up call that's like, no, this isn't aligning for me anymore. And I want to find out who I am inside. So I'm curious to know, like, what was the defining moment for you that really, you know, that whether it was your rock bottom, whether it was your breaking point, what was the defining moment where you were like, this is it. Like I, I can no longer continue living like I am and I choose to make a change and and my world changes from now. I think the biggest moment I would say I was definitely at the lowest like and I always uh, it's nice to have this conversation with you because I know that you've experienced it similar because I've always felt guilty because I've always been like I don't live in a third world country and I got to go and have an education but for what for where we chose our soul chose to come to compared to a lot of things you know I was at the lowest point that you could probably be at and like just in every area it was just really really low but at the, the time it was probably the best that I, I knew and and like I was in university and I was just so depressed and I didn't want to be I didn't want to waste my life or I've always had that thing where I just want to give back to take care of my, my family and stuff so it was frustrating me why I was depressed and I remember my mom gave me I think my mom she just randomly gave me a book I wasn't even into that much books at the time um, and it was called The Psychology of Winning by Dennis Watley and he said if you're like depressed write down a list of all the things that you used to love to do write down the list of things that you do now in your life and compare the list and I was like ah oh, maybe that's why this I'm not happy you know so on that list it was like 
you know, acting, dancing, arty stuff. And I wasn't doing any of that because as we grow, as I was at school and the teacher advised me not to do any of those subjects because I wouldn't get into university, I wouldn't get a job and those industries are too competitive. I was like, God, it's too late for me to do any of that. Like, um, I'm on my path to, to do IT in university. Like, how can I ever go and dance or do acting or do any of that stuff? But just by chance, I heard someone saying about an acting class. And so during university, I did go to that acting class, not to be an actor, but just to help myself be happier again and get back to who I used to be. But it was from that acting class where I really learned the what energy was. Like, I had no idea that we were all connected and that there's a connection between your mind, body and soul. And as I was going on, I was like, I couldn't even be someone else because I didn't know who... I was I couldn't even be comfortable on my own skin so how could I pretend to be someone else but it was one night when like I remember it was two years I hadn't progressed and I was on my way home couldn't drive so I was getting this coach home from Manchester been in university all day then to the job then to the acting class and I was so burnt out and the acting teacher was like Christine your problem is that you don't believe in yourself because I hadn't progressed for like two years and I was going there and I would just shake. It would look like I was going to be sick in front of everyone. And I couldn't understand what it was because I was trying my best. And I had no idea that I had to believe in myself. It sounds stupid, but I just didn't know that was like a thing. And I would just remember that night. I was like, if I don't believe in myself now, I'm just going to stay like this forever in this really like depressing, mentally abusive relationship. Never going to get a good job because I don't have the confidence to, to know what I'm worth. And it was just that moment of just deciding like from now on, I don't know what it is I'm going to do, but I'm just going to learn how to believe in myself. And that was like the next step. And I think something changes within you when you just like make that decision that you're going to change mm. even though straight away it's like a shift I don't know you know a what I mean yeah a shift is a good way to put it it's like prior to you deciding that you were going all in and believing in yourself you were doing the thing but it wasn't necessarily getting you the desired result because at that point, you're still kind of like not fully activating your power. You're like, I'm here, I'm doing the thing. But like, there's a key missing ingredient. And for, for you, part of your journey was understanding that that missing ingredient was believing in yourself. And so I'm curious to know then, like, what opportunities, what sort of new pathways began to open up? you you said that you were then you know you were doing the thing for two years you were showing up but you were still scared nothing was really happening you were not progressing and then all of a sudden you tap into self-belief you begin to believe more in yourself what opportunities opened up for you then once you activated this missing ingredient yeah so after that moment I mean I finished university I got a job in Liverpool then something happened and then an opportunity just randomly came up and they were like someone knew that I'd graduated from university they were like we need someone to do what you do for our company in Dubai would you mind do you want to move <laughs> and I was just like oh I really didn't want to I'd never lived away from home before you know I'm a home bird I like to be in Liverpool do you know what I mean I never never moved away didn't even move away from university and I was like okay I needed to change I knew that I was desperate for like some kind of new change so I just said okay I didn't think it would ever happen and then literally like six months after that I did go there and 
all the time I was just studying about the mind and I was just testing things like I I let go of of trying to do any kind of job but I was just like I'm just going to practice how you have confidence first and see where it leads me to and then from there I just started having more courage to do things that I loved like I would just start to see or hear opportunities for an audition for this that and then when I was there it was like a belief experiment and just to see what would happen and it was crazy because I actually did end up being in like lead roles in films that went on the cinema there and I got to travel and like actually do a job that I enjoyed to do but that was like that was after three years it didn't just happen like overnight but it was just that not being scared to just try or like to go after the things that you used to enjoy but with no expectation of the result just doing because you know that's gonna make your soul like feel happy yeah and 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 not like hard work I feel like society just puts pressure on us to know what we need to do like you need to have a successful career and this is the outcome like you're gonna go to university get a job and this is how your life will be instead of no one like when after experience and all that it's like you can't plan anything like it's it's impossible like there's no step by step kind of thing that is going to guarantee you any results in life it's like your soul is here for its own unique reason even if it's just to bring you joy and it doesn't end up being you know everyone knowing it's just like you're supposed to just feel joy in life and I don't think we're told that you know we're not taught that at all and we're definitely you know something I always refer back to is that we live so much in our human and we we limit ourselves by our human and by the beliefs of what our ego would would have us think and for me like bridging the gap between understanding that yes I am human but I am also fully divine I am also fully connected to a higher power I am also here for a divine mission my life cannot be just you know not worth anything I understand that I'm here for a divine purpose and so I'm going to wake up every day with that attitude that I'm here for a reason and even if that reason is just to smile across the street at a stranger today and be the light in their life then that's going to bring joy to me and so I'm that's how I'm going to live life and I love how you said that tapping into belief you know, you'd always been a home bird. And then all of a sudden you've got this opportunity to fly out to Dubai. Next thing you know, you're, you're starring in movie roles over there that are getting shown in the cinemas over there. And it's like, I always say about this path of spiritual awakening and living a soul led life and following your bliss and following your inspiration the, the, like you said, there's no step-by-step, there's no blueprint that I could give you or that you could give me that says this is how your life is going to look. But when you are courageous enough to follow those steps, even when they don't make sense, that is when you find yourself in the midst of that like magical storm, i.e. you ending up in Dubai and starring in these movie roles. Like That wouldn't have necessarily rolled, like played out that way had you have tried to orchestrate it and control it and manage it step by step. But we totally surrendered all control. It was like, you just found yourself in the middle of where you always desired to be. And it wasn't even like you, you know, tried. I'm sure that there was a lot of intention and a lot of effort there. But what I mean is you, 
it wasn't from a place of control and trying to do something. It was just following the flow. Yeah, and I think at first I did try and control control it because I didn't move there obviously to do acting because I didn't think that was even in the possibility of it all. But I was trying to go there because I was like, oh my God, I can't get, I was so like limited at that time. Like I was so fearful. Like I literally was functioning on fear for many years, even though I was kind of learning about beliefs. It was still kind of that need, that scarcity mindset where I was like, there's no opportunities for me. Like I need to just work there in IT, in an IT job, because that's what I thought I was going for. And I'll get good on my CV, then I'll come back to the pool after three months. And that was the plan. But I ended up working in a restaurant and and at the time I was so frustrated. Like, why is all this stuff happening to me? Like I'm really trying with life. Why why have I just moved for this job and it's not even like that now? And I felt so stuck because they provided the flight and accommodation and I was working in this restaurant. And I'm like you know, I didn't understand that things don't happen overnight. And I was like, I'm a failure. This is horrible. Why am I working? Like literally like minimum, minimum wage that you could imagine. Like it's probably shouldn't say that. I don't hope you don't find this podcast. <laughs> but it was, it was truly an amazing um, lesson because there's no way I would be who I am today if I wasn't plonked in like a situation where I had to go speak to strangers and I had to speak, pick up the phone because I was so scared to like literally speak. Like, I would be like, um, hi, um, like, do you mind if you sit over there? Cause you know, someone's speak. and they were like, what? Like no one could understand me. <laughs> Cause I had like, obviously I just moved there. I spoke really fast and nervous and very soft. And then we were like, what is wrong with you? Like you've got, you need some confidence or something. But that was like the perfect experiment for me to test these beliefs about life. And I was trying to control it. I forced them to give me an interview because they didn't even know that I went there for the IT job that I thought that I went for. So I was like every day, Wiz, can I have an interview to move to the office? And I was trying to force it. And it was only when I let go after the six months, I moved to the office and literally some woman just came in, told my like best friend there that there was an audition for a TV show in a magazine in Grazia. And that's how I started to get the roles from that. Like after I'd left the, I moved to the office then. And I, cause I still was working there for two years, like full time as well as pursuing other passions. Cause yeah. you know, it doesn't just like happen overnight. It's yeah. a lot I of, I think that's a huge thing to touch on. This yeah. and kind of devotion that you have to have and it comes from deep within. It's like, you know, there's something calling you forwards. You don't quite understand what it is, but you're willing to take the necessary steps anyway and trust in whatever it is that's calling you forwards. And I think the journey to becoming your, your true self and aligning to your soul purpose is really all about this back and forth of, you know, the universe delivers a sign or gives you a breadcrumb to follow. You meet it halfway by taking the step. And then you really do have to trust and surrender that everything else is happening in divine order. And so now on reflection, like you can see that even though that restaurant job was not the vision of what you felt Dubai was going to be for you. It served a gift in that moment of helping you speak. It helped you develop your confidence. It helped you become a a more courageous version of yourself so that six months down the line, when this audition was going to land in front of you, you were prepared as a result of that first experience. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like, 
you sometimes things come to you and you can be like no because this is you know I need to create space for this bigger thing but sometimes it's like it's the little steps towards it like how do I say this it's like it doesn't look like what you think it's gonna look like do you know what I mean oh totally and this is this is another thing it's like (laughs) it doesn't look like what we think it's gonna look like I say this all of the time I could never have guessed that this would be the role that I would play in this universe. I knew I was here to help people. Did I know it would be like this? No, I had no idea. But the reason and everything that brought me to this point is just following that breadcrumb, that sign, that sign, that feeling of inspiration, taking the inspired action. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is it. I guess this is the purpose. This is the mission. This feels good. This feels like bliss. This feels exciting to have these conversations. And so this is it. Like this is us living in our our highest path and purpose right now. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think also like after going through all that experience where, you know, I was desperate to move away. I needed, I was so desperate to find my purpose. Like it wasn't like I was pursuing, like I had a goal in mind to be like, oh, you need, I want to be an actress. I want to be, or, you know, like a web, whatever it was like I just want to know what the meaning of my life was and like I think one of the biggest lessons that I found was from moving away was that you know I didn't have to search for it and like I was there for so long always outside of me like I always thought my purpose was in this job or this thing and not realizing that I am my the purpose like my life is the purpose your life is the purpose everyone's life is the purpose and all of these things are just expressions that we give back to the world and it's like there's and I think when you don't see it that way it can't everything can look so scary because we're scared of what people think and when you put yourself out there it's scary it's uncomfortable and people will say things you know you you go from not being confident to then being like oh I'm doing this and that and it's like it's a weird thing to probably see and like it's also weird for you because it's uncomfortable but it's like when you see it as you're the purpose and these things that you desire are just gifts that come to you from the universe that is just a part of you in this time and earth and it's okay for you to just express them and not worry about what other people think or if it's even going to work out or be a success you know because I think the media and like the papers they make success think that people who are successful are on tv or or in the paper and it's just not true yeah yeah and I think it takes us away from being who we are because we're like I need the Instagram following I need you know to be in the paper or whatever yeah and I'm so glad you touched on that because you know I've definitely been in a place in my life where life looked incredible on the outside and it felt really empty and void on the inside. And I think you're so right with like the way that the media portrays things or the way that we live in this paradigm now where we've got social media, we've got followers, we can get likes, we can become so entangled in attaching that to what that means to us in regards to self-worth. And that's a dangerous, slippy slope. But, you know, coming home back always to the truth of who you are on a soul level, seeing yourself, like you said, as 
I am the purpose. I am the legacy. I am the channel of the divine. I am going to express myself in the way that I feel inspired to. And then surrendering all other attachments to everything else is the best place to get to. But that's hard work in itself, even getting to that place, isn't it? Yeah, it's really hard. Like it is difficult and it's hard to understand sometimes because you can get so attached to things as well. Like I, I think when I moved back home again, I was kind of attached to this one outcome again and I completely went back a bit to how I was when I left. I think, I don't know if it's the energy or, or what it is, but it's like you go back to that person that you was when you left and you start to get all these fears again. And it was like, it's just like a never stopping kind of journey but what I realized was that I was I need I needed to again to detach from that self-image of needing to do one thing like we are limitless and it's okay to change your mind it doesn't have to be like this one thing and sometimes you can block yourself from other opportunities because you're so focused on this thing yeah. and I think this illusion this illusion that I love talking to you about and what we're talking about today is like I'm so passionate about it but for so long I was so scared to talk about it because and it took me ages to even like be able to just openly speak about it now because it's like it's it's when you're sharing like who you truly are it's scary and then you think oh but I have to let go of this idea of what I this wanted and you feel bad you're like does that mean I'm quitting or what <laughs> you know? yeah like, and I I want to share as well like and you'll you'll understand this like first of all it's very brave and courageous thing to get out into the world and go this is who I am this is what I believe this is what I believe my legacy is my purpose and all of the things but then as you continue to shatter these illusions and it doesn't stop right like just because we've had our spiritual awakening like you know, a few years ago, and we've started to think different and we've started to step into our power more. It doesn't stop there. It's like we're continuously shattering even more illusions and even more illusions, right? And something that came up for me recently, I mean, I've recently just gone through a huge, and I, I think I'm still in it, if I'm, if I'm honest, I'm going to take everybody on the journey with me, but I've recently gone through a second huge awakening, like a huge ego death, a huge shattering of many illusions on the inside. And so something that came up as you were saying that then was what people tend to not talk about as well. And it's something I want to highlight here for anybody who's feeling it. These processes of shattering illusions and coming back to the truth of who we are, there's a lot of grief involved in growth. There's a lot of grief involved in, okay, so I'm growing, I'm evolving, I'm changing, and I'm transforming, and I'm becoming a more truer, authentic, empowered, and amazing version of myself. But at the same time, I still feel so much grief or sadness or guilt for the parts of me that I'm leaving behind and for the maybe the people that I'm leaving behind now or maybe the environment or the job or the career or, what, or the relationship. And so in this shedding of skin, even though we become a more fuller, authentic version of ourselves, how have you felt on that line of transformation where you do experience this kind of awkward uncomfortable phase where you're like in between this new <laughs> <version>. <laughs> very awkward. 
you're in between <laughs> this new goddess version of yourself because that is what we're all stepping into. But then there's a part yeah. of you that really feels the sadness and the loss of, of those things that you were so attached to about yourself for years that kept you safe. Oh, I feel, I definitely agree with you. And I think, I don't know what happened, but this past, I think since March, I feel like a different person. Like there's things that I see now that I just never saw before. And it is sad, like, cause I always, I always go in like in this deep sadness mood sometimes anyway, when the day ends, cause I'm like, oh no, another day on earth, God. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I always feel it like I actually have accepted that that's a big part of it now because I think I used to think that it was bad to feel sad or grief or or like the feeling of letting go and it's not at all like I don't know where this thing this happiness come from where it's like you always have to be happy otherwise you're going to attract bad things and it's like it's actually really good to feel every everything that you feel and what I've done now is I accept it and I don't stop my life either like I'll just try and you know restore my energy and be kinder to myself but I don't punish myself for feeling grief or sad and I try my best to I ask the divine to help me let things go with love and like for the highest good of all and just like I try and just give it up to love and to make sure that no one's here because I bet you like all the women who listen to your podcast I were all it, whoever's drawn to you it means we're all very similar and the type of woman is like you give so much that you don't put yourself first and it's very hard to put yourself first because you feel guilty about it and like you want to make sure everyone's okay and it's just like it's even harder when you've got that tendency because you feel guilty for for like looking after yourself and like trying to make yourself feel better and I think the the only thing I can think of is sometimes like what you have to think like what do you get back you know you have to step into that mode of receiving more than what you're given because it's like you can be doing all this work and someone can really be like taking your energy you know and it's like this happened to me recently and I was just like if I value my life like I can't keep staying in the same situation where I'm just giving so much and it's draining me that I can't do my pit, like the, my mission work. And it's like, I was like, if I really value my life and my mission, like I can't stay in the same situation. And it's hard, you know, because you have to, I don't know, it's really, it is difficult to do. But it's like, you just have to keep thinking about the bigger picture and like thinking, what do I want to look back on in my life? And yeah. do I want to really be in the situation where I'm being just taken and my energy is being taken? And the thing is, when you think that you've changed the pattern, it will come back up again to test you. <laughs> it, does just show up. Up. it does show up if you haven't <laughs> dealt with it. Yeah, it will show back up. And that's that's an interesting point that you bring up about um, giving so much to everybody else. I know that this was definitely a wound of mine. Um, you know, where whether you're in the business of helping people or not, like you say, you know, we want to give to others. We want to help others. We want to make an impact. We've got this innate desire inside, but at what point do we give so much that it becomes detrimental to ourselves? And I think that's uh, an amazing point that you touched upon because learning to receive, really learning to allow yourself to rest, nurture, and receive is the divine feminine way. And I know that you 
mentioned to me that you've definitely been on a journey recently with, you know, aligning more and believing more about this goddess that you have within and maybe bringing more of the divine feminine energy into your life, which is less about what you are doing, which is like what you were explaining a minute ago, but it's more about who you are being and are you connected to the highest path and are you keeping the bigger picture in mind and are you trusting and surrendering in divine source? So what has been your, your journey, I guess, with the divine feminine? How has that looked for you? Well, I think this, this has only just happened within the last six months because before I think, I think like when you obviously you look back at your experiences, a lot of the things why you give over give is because there's some self-worth kind of thing. And I think with the purpose stuff as well, like I always was chase trying to do, 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 which is very masculine. And then in the past six months, I was kind of like, really like something just shifted and I was just connecting to this, the feminine energy. And, um, and I was like the whole purpose of, Ours is not to just try and achieve or trying to get things. It really is to just be present and be here. And when you do give all the time, you are just constantly take like giving away all of your energy. I do love that you touched upon um, our whole purpose is to be present. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I think honestly, as I've gone on now for the past six months, really connecting to this feminine energy, and I've been questioning even more like, where does this all come from? And I think from our ancestors and from years and years of women being suppressed, like it's really, it makes me really angry. And when I watch TV, reality, films, everything, it's like women are programmed in a certain way. And it's like, no wonder we feel lost and we don't feel like we belong or we don't know what to do because we feel guilt and shame for wanting more or for wanting to do nothing and relax because we're just like if you don't be successful if you don't have it all it's like you know what are you kind of doing and it just takes us away from the our feminine power that we have and I don't think people really teach women how powerful they really are I think some man was very scared of how powerful women are and decided to, you know, remove Mary Magdalene from the Bible and tell women yeah. that they've been punished, you know? Oh my gosh. It really does make me, and it makes sense. Why, why do we feel guilty? You know, it's like all of these illusions on women. If you're not married before this certain age, if you're, and then if you're married, you can't have a career because you have to sacrifice your life then, you know? And it's just like, what the hell? No wonder, like, I know that I know that we're in a better place than ever before, but this is still in our DNA naturally because it doesn't just we're not just born from just I don't I'm not a scientist, but I wouldn't. How can we be born just pure new DNA? Like we obviously look like our parents and stuff, and they look like their parents, so it's in us somewhere. You know what I mean? It definitely. Um, is. This is in one of my programs as well that that I teach is especially we inherit um, DNA from our maternal lineage as well. So you're exactly right in what you're saying, that the, the programming or the experiences that our maternal lineage experienced, this is, you know, going back generations, 
there's a part of us that, that carries that with us as well. And so even, you know, healing the divine feminine wounding is, is really about tapping into that, that maternal lineage. And that was definitely the path that I've been on healing pain and trauma that I might have brought into this lifetime with me. That doesn't even belong to me. It belongs to the women of my family. And I made the decision to, to have the trauma stop with me and say, I'm going to heal this. I'm going to set a lot of souls free. I'm going to heal the maternal lineage. I'm going to step into my divine feminine power. I'm going to shatter that illusion of women needing to sacrifice or feel guilty for their desires. And I'm going to make it my life's work and my life's legacy to show women that we can have it all. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So exactly what you said there, that's it. It's like, why are we made to feel all of these things? Why are yeah, we've been programmed far too much to simmer down. And right now is the time where we're like, no, we're going to stand up. We're going to claim all of our desires and we're going to step into our power like never before. Exactly. And it's not being like against men or anything like that, but it's just like men, like when I've listened to like men coaches and stuff like that, God bless everyone. But it's like you you still don't understand the, uh, the DNA that we've still had. So when they're talking about, you know, like say selling and, you know, just go out there with all your stuff, like it takes women a little bit more in a way to do because there's a lot of things for us. Like it's even shameful to talk about money and wealth for women. Like you're seen as either like a gold digger or like money obsessed. And it's like, it's considered like this weird thing. And it's just like, it just blocks us from so much stuff. I don't know if I'm going off the track, but it's definitely something that I've realized like over the past six months, because before I was always like, you know, I wish that we could be equal and peace and love. And now I just know that it's just not like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that completely. And I always say that, you know, it's not about masculine versus feminine because we all have that masculine and feminine energy within us but what it is about is it's about now and really beginning to honor the feminine way in each and every single one of us whether we're male or female because the feminine energy has got so many glorious gifts to serve the world you know the feminine energy is very much about nurture and intuition and flow and creativity, which is all of the things, you know, you're an actress, you love to be creative, you love to connect to spirituality, like this is very much the feminine coming through. And we're beginning to see it now, like in us women rising up, but that's also going to begin to show externally in the rest of the world as well. So it's definitely an exciting time to be alive it's a little uncomfortable right now but it's definitely an exciting time to be alive it is definitely and it's like like you were saying the feminine is like your intuition like can you imagine for how long had did it take you to actually like start to really trust that intuition like how many like everyone that I know growing up was like oh I should have listened to my gut and I said it so many times why didn't we listen to it and it's because like years and years ago people were burned to death for having their intuition they were called witches just for for being female and having like that power that we naturally were gifted and it's just like we're definitely feeling all of this now and it's definitely you know there's definitely a big shift in in it and it's exciting to see where it will lead to but 
Definitely is exciting. Wow. And it's also like we didn't value our intuition because we were never taught how. And you're right, we didn't value our intuition because in past lives we were killed for being this highly intuitive powerful woman and so now like i'm so grateful that i chose to be alive at this time where you know we are living in a space and a time now where there is a shift where our intuition is being taken seriously we're beginning to honor ourselves we're beginning to know ourselves like never before and so what would you say to our listeners who have a gut feeling they, you know, they're feeling the intuitive niggle. The universe is starting to communicate signs with them that they're to take a leap and they're scared of doing it or maybe they don't believe in themselves enough to just take that leap. Like what would be your first kind of port of call or advice for them to really begin working on their self-belief and their confidence so that they can take this leap into what their intuition is guiding them to? Yeah, and... I would just like, I'd love to just send them first lots of love through the podcast because like it is hard to, to, it's, I know that's a limiting belief, but it is difficult to do because when you look around at your reality, it's sometimes it can be so hard to believe that there's more when we can only see this with our physical senses. And it's like, you just have to tune really, really just like go into your room like close the door and turn off your phone put a candle on and get a journal and just really like sit there with yourself and let yourself feel everything and remember that you are like a divine literally a goddess and you you've been chosen to be here like your soul has fought to come onto this planet and the reason why you've been suppressed and you've probably gone through a lot of depression and a lot of heartache and everything else is because when you come out of it, they're all all of those bad lessons, you're going to be able to teach other women to do the same one day, but you just can't see it now. And it's just all of these things have led you to exactly where you need to be to, to remember who you are and um, to just always remember that you are so special and you're literally a star on the earth. And all of these people who've told you that you're not worthy, who've treated you bad, they are just lessons for when you break free. You, you're going to rise up and show other women how to do the same as well. Um, does that make sense? I don't know whether that's just going to but... does, It does. And I was going to um, also just highlight as well that you have written a book all about stepping more into your beliefs. I'd love for you to share that with the women who are listening as well. Yeah, do you know why it's so it's so funny when you say that because it seems I feel like a different person when I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote words that will make you believe in yourself because when I was finding out how do I believe in myself, I was like there was no kind of formula towards it. But what I realized was the importance of your words to yourself, and like it sounds so basic, but if you consciously think about what you're speaking to yourself every single day like it's those tiny moments of how you're speaking to yourself which will determine how you feel which will determine what you how you treat yourself and which will determine the results in your life so I've created this book which is very like simple formula that you can pick up to remind yourself like just to speak to yourself very kindly mm -hmm. and to honor yourself every day and that like will increase your self-belief eventually it's just those little moments when you feel like you're being hard on yourself you're punishing yourself and you're speaking to yourself really horribly to just be kind to yourself 
Yeah. And, and even though you say like, it's really basic stuff, it's like, yeah, it, it, it is that simple basically that we can speak to ourselves in a kind of way and get a different result. But these are the things that we forget again and again. So it's nice that you've kindly gathered it all and put it in a book. So that is a book called Words That Will Make You Believe in Yourself. That is Christina's book, which you can go and get yourselves a copy of. And Christina, I just want to thank you for sharing your gorgeous insights and journey here with us all today. What is next for you, do you feel like, in term, whether that's your healing journey, whether that's your, your life path, like where do you feel like the universe is guiding you to next? Do you know what? It's it's really weird because this is the first time in my life I've never felt anxious about the future. Like I've always had that stress and worry of fear of running out of time. And this is the first time I've ever felt really powerful, like a powerful creator that I can create my life every day. And every day I intentionally create my life. And I think I have no, I kind of have no idea like where it's going to lead me to, but I just try and focus every single day and just making sure that I live to my best. But I think I, I definitely feel passionate about my YouTube channel that I'm launching because it's like a mixture of all of the things I'm passionate about, but I used to talk about this kind of stuff and creating videos and content around how we break free from our illusions to be who we truly are. Because I think if we can do that, imagine how if every woman raised the vibration and believed in themselves and even men, everybody, like the world would be a much better place because we wouldn't get manipulated. We wouldn't get caught up with like narcissists, vampires, vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. And I love that, by the way. I just love that you're in this place of complete trust, but also complete connection and surrender to the unknown. What a gorgeous space to be in. I know for sure that I am so excited to see what unfolds for you. So thank you again for being a part of this podcast. I'm going to pop all of Christina's links and details and ways of how you can connect with her in the show notes. So thank you, gorgeous girls, for taking a listen to today's episode. Please don't forget to rate this podcast, to subscribe to this channel, and to leave a comment if you loved myself and Christina's chat today. By doing that, you really help us get this message out to even more amazing souls. So wherever you are in the world, we are both sending you so much love, and I will see you next time.